Welcome to Astrology Today, coming to you not quite live from the beautiful Sunshine Coast in the Cathet region, which is situated on the traditional lands of the Clahomon Nation. I will be your host, Maureen Reed, and I am an astrologer. Joining me as usual, Jill Kirby, astrologer from Victoria, and student extraordinaire, Jenna Short, yay, from where are you now? I forget. East, East Vancouver. East Vancouver. That's right. That's right. Who has just gotten over COVID. Ooh. Yes. Yes, it is still a thing. Dang. Yeah. 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 My first, my first and only time. Okay. Yeah. Well, you can make it definitely your only one. Yeah. I, yeah. Doesn't sound like fun. Um, so what we're going to do on this episode is we're going to sort of debrief a little bit about you know, the November 8th, da, 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 big drum roll, Uranus conjunct an eclipse. Um, yeah. And so my approach, I'm going to start us off is just to look at the themes that seem to be resonating in the days surrounding it. And, um, and then I'm going to pop us back to the last time we had North Node Taurus south known scorpio um because it's kind of interesting the difference between then and now um yeah so and by all means jenna throw in comments questions please what, what please years, what years were those yeah so the last time it began roughly in where did we go here uh 2003 and 2004 were the bulk of when the eclipses were across that axis. Yeah. 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 So just after, you know, a few years past the World Trade Center and that whole thing. Okay. So the themes that, um, uh, that I saw coming out in the news, um, there was an interesting, a book came out literally within the first couple of days after the eclipse called Shockwaves, which I thought, Oh yeah, there's, I wonder if they had that time. And it is, um, it's, you know, sort of an opinion piece on how the Ukraine war is reshaping Europe. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, I also, in the science world, they're able to grow blood cells now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, okay. Raises the question of just because you can, should you? Well, always, always when we try to play God, ah, I just I'm don't doing a lot of that. And that's my, <laughs> yeah, in my, yeah. In my opinion. That's yeah, not well, exactly. It's, it's, uh, do, do, do. Anyway, and then of course, the Elon Musk slash Twitter gong show, which, you know, um, Jill and I are probably too not in this generational moment to truly understand what that might imply so jenna we will definitely want your opinion on that um afghanistan decided to go with full sharia law in contrast you know iran is like confused and you know the freedom folks want you know less and whether or not that is gonna work of course that cop 27 they're finally saying you know morning morning <laughs> this is getting really dangerous um and then we've got the whole mess with crypto right like all of a sudden it was sort of the darling last year and now it's like huh you know well, it's, 
nobody <laughs> trusts it, maybe for good reason. <laughs> I've said before, anything digital, I don't yeah. trust <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. exactly, exactly. Um, and so my final thing was, wow, okay, so the U.S. came up to this moment in their election and then just kind of held the line. Right. And and as Jill has was pointed out prior to starting this, all the counts aren't, you know, certified yet or finalized, but it's still going to be within a seat or two as to, you know, who controls the Senate and who controls Congress. And and so, you know, nobody was a clear title sweep in either direction, which I thought was kind of interesting. But what was even a little more kind of, oh, I don't know if this is good is. Uh, Biden is seriously thinking of running again. And I'm just like, okay, Saturn is about old people. Mm, I don't know whether old people can take us into the next. And, and half the time he can't string a sentence together. So. Well, yeah. And I mean, people have looked at his chart and gone, hmm, you know, yeah. like the queen, they're a little questioning whether he'll make it to the end of his term. You know, just because his chart doesn't look all that healthy. So those are the themes that I saw um, coming out of this. Um, so Jenna, particularly, what what do you think the impact of Elon Musk and Twitter is? That like, a well, thing? a lot of a lot of people are leaving Twitter because of him and because he equates free speech with hate speech. Okay. Yeah. And okay. then he had a funny rule that for $7.99, you could get your blue tick, which means like you're a verified celebrity. And so mm -hmm. all these people, which I mean, reflects on his values, like that you right. can just buy your way in. And so there was all these people mocking him and buying a blue tick saying that they were Elon Musk. Okay. And just making all these, so there's like, there was like a dozen Elon Musk just like making these statements about things. And people were like, who is the real Elon Musk? So it's like, it's so side. silly. It's a bit of a sideshow, I think. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So given that it is a sideshow and people in your age group are going, eh, we're out of here. Where did they go? And is it something we would have even heard about? <laughs> Sorry. No, no, I haven't heard of any new platforms. Um, I think it's just TikTok and Instagram. Okay. So those have been right. Okay. TikTok and I, yeah, yeah. I still haven't quite figured out what TikTok is. I kind of get what Instagram is, um, but yeah. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> falling behind, or me, I should say, qualify that me falling behind. So the next thing I thought about. So those are sort of the themes, and they're pretty significant themes. So I got curious, and um, so I went back to twenty. Uh, 2003, 2003, which was the last time we had North Node in Taurus, South Node in Scorpio. And it was like, there were some similar themes. So we had uh, NATO took over administrating or trying to bring Afghanistan into the 21st century. Um, we had the invasion of Iraq almost to the same month. It was March, whereas Russia invaded um, uh, Ukraine in February. 
and so that sort of invasion where an outside force comes in and they're going to do whatever it is they're going to do. So that was similar. Um, we had uh, also we had uh, Homeland Security sort of got solidified, which is kind of a, a phenomena that is incredibly questionable from my point of view. So the customs and excise getting worse. Yes, well, exactly. The customs and excises united with the Secret Service. How weird is that? And um, I mean, during later, um, since then, uh, my husband and I were truck drivers and the gong show that is the border and the fear and intimidation that happens at the border with Homeland Security. Yeah, is, surveillance is increasing and increasing. It's not, yeah. It's not good. No, no. Um, so the first criminal court session was held in 2003 in The Hague uh, in May of that year. And funny who did not um, sign up to legitimize that. And one of the ones that didn't was, of course, the U.S., which is just weird. Well, it's not weird. It's we're, we're above the law because we are the law. I think not. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think not. You're going to talk about invading countries. Nobody's yeah. going to be on that score. No, exactly. The U.S. tops the list on trying to be the policeman of the world. They never found a country they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so in comparison to the now we can create blood, um, we had the human genome project was finished that year. Mm. Yeah. Um, we had a, a SARS outbreak, which was one of the first COVID viruses just in China. It did spread, but it, you know, I think it, it was like 700 people worldwide died from it. So yeah. Yeah, but we did have the heat wave in Pakistan. They broke temperatures in the UK. There was a whack of people passed in Paris because it got too hot. So some similarities. So then I thought, okay, what's making this one have such an anti-up in terms of the intensity of this eclipse season? And so then I thought, okay, well, where were the planets, uh, the big ones, the outer ones? And so... Um, this is back in here. I'll just get rid of the ones that we don't need. Um, so this is where, um, okay, this is 2002. I had it at 2003. All right. So, you know, obviously with this eclipse season, we have this very, very strong, oh, and I need to share and I'm not sharing, am I? <laughs> They're looking at me like, no, honey, you haven't shared. Okay. I will share. I will share. Here we go. So is there Uranus in relationship to this in 2002, 2003 at all? Uh, well, um, this is 2003. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, instead of having something really defining, we had inconjuncts, right? Mm -hmm. Saturn okay. is in Cancer. Uranus and Neptune are in Aquarius. Um, Pluto is off in Sag. And so there wasn't this, this backdrop of intensity no. at all, right? Okay. I mean, yes, it's coming off the heels of the opposition uh, from Saturn to Pluto, which was 
you know, kind of the backdrop uh, of uh, the Twin Tower thing. That was 9-11. Yeah, that was 9-11. Um, but no, it, so it, it does make a difference during eclipse seasons um, wh what the outer planets are doing. You know, yeah, if the there's... The outer planets are always key because yeah. they, they, yeah. They, they frame everything. And then they, you know, we've talked about before how the more inner planets tend to trigger what the outer planets have set up. So. Exactly, exactly. And so that, that sort of confirmed that. And then I also looked at the halfway point. So I will move this ahead um, to the halfway point, of course, would be Scorpio is now the North Node and Taurus is now the South Node. And this was 2013. And so we'll just zoom ahead to 2013. Um, and here we have, so we have Pluto squaring Uranus. Um, and Uranus, of course, is in a sign ruled by Mars. Um, and, you know, we've got Scorpio is now the main dude. Saturn is there. Um, Pluto is the modern day ruler as well with Scorpio. And I couldn't believe it. I like I go to a site called um, actually, let me just stop the share and see if I can bring that up. So I go to a site called On This Day. And um, what's interesting about it, uh, okay, so let me just drop this down if I can, is, I mean, they're not comprehensive, I'm sure, by any stretch of the imagination. But, um, and okay, so can you guys see that on this day? All right, so yeah. I will go back to 2013. And I, you know, it's what I use when I'm looking at these sort of historical things. So 2013 and okay. So what I want you to notice is, okay. So 120 or 10 people are killed, 120. Uh, we have people killed, we have people killed. <laughs> we, so we continue on. Um, we have people killed, people killed, people killed. And I'm just like, what the hell? People killed, <laughs> people killed. And, you know, when I was going through the other ones, uh, you know, prisoners here, um, people killed, people killed. And I was just like, oh my God, you know, none of them are big, big, but it was just like, I, the more I went, you know, it was just like, this is depressing. People killed, people killed, people killed. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. my, oh my God, you know, like what's up with 2013? Anyway, um, you know, so if we go back to, I'll probably have to stop this year and, and go back to my astrology program. <clears throat> Wait a minute. You know, you look at who, where the outer planets were, what was being, you know, emphasized and um okay let me do this no 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 cancel cancel i don't want to do that i want to get rid of that one is it this one that's no that's 2022 let me just see yeah anime here we go so this is the one we want so as i was saying earlier we have you know pluto is in capricorn now um, Saturn is in Scorpio and Uranus is also in a Mars ruled sign. Mm -hmm. And what do we do? We just kill off little groups of people 
throughout the year. <laughs> Just like, what the hell? <laughs> so mm-hmm. as, as Jill said, you know, the outer planets do help shape and frame where the eclipses are. That would have been, that would have been the first square after their conjunction back in. Yeah, whatever year that was. I can't remember. We could very quickly look. It was in the 60s. Do you think it was that long ago? Oh, yeah, you're probably right. Where are we? We're in 2000. Get back there. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It was a while back. And it was in Libra? No, it was in Virgo. It was in Virgo. That's right, too. There, yeah. So this is 60. I can't read that. 67. Good old okay. 67. Yeah. Well, 768 and Saturn, you know, was supposed yeah. to be earlier on. Yeah, so yeah, it was a long time ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, um, you know, kind of tough if you were <laughs> on the kill list for 2013. <laughs> My God. It was just bizarre to see that, you know, it's just like, oh, anyway. Yeah, so... Um, well, there, speaking of kill lists, there's very much a kill list happening in Iran, and there's 14,000 people that have been sentenced to death, and the oh, government is and, just... Oh, my God. Then they're just... The government is just calling it, uh, like, saying it's like an example. Like, I just... It's unreal that it's... Wow. It's actually... It sounds like they're going to try to make it happen. I just... I just uh, signed some, 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 uh, you know, so he yeah, signed yeah. something to see if it could stop anything. And you send emails to like right, local right. government officials to see if they can do anything internationally. Um, but wow. yeah, it's very much, it's been very much a part of what I'm seeing in the news every day. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, because of that Saturn Uranus square, it isn't just, you know, these little, yeah, it's big, intense shifts that are trying to happen. Yeah. Okay, so uh, the next six months are going to unfortunately unfold um, some of these themes, definitely. And Jill has good news, maybe? I'm a little bit. What I was looking at specifically was because they're in the midst of their Pluto return still. Yes, they are. And the eclipse that they had was on their election day, their midterm election day, which I think was significant. Oh, yeah. Well, I I thought it would be interesting to look ahead because we don't have any, like I say, they haven't even counted all the votes yet. Yeah, and they haven't certified it yet. Yeah, so... So, well, yeah. we have to finish counting first. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so um, I just thought it'd be good to look ahead at what gets triggered in the next few months and what, you know, what the, in a way, I think the easiest way to look at that is just looking at new moons, full moons, because that's a specific event. So let's uh-huh. and, uh, and it's interesting that the upcoming five new moons starting with the next one, are all at one degree of sign they're in, which is okay. kind of weird. Odd. Which Seems degree? Yeah. One, one degree. One, one degree. Yeah. In the so, first 
So do you have charts or shall I pull up charts? Yep. Okay. There you were sharing. Okay. All right. So, and this, and specifically in relation to the U.S. chart. Yeah. 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 So we had the, uh, the lunar eclipse day, which you know, we might as well refresh yes. our memory on what's going on there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you've got Mars retrograde already, and it's very close to their natal Mars. Yes, that it is. And of course, Pluto is inching towards its final, final, yeah, exact conjunction with uh, natal Mars or natal Pluto, rather. Um, and yeah, we've still got the Uranus Saturn thing playing out and mm -hmm. conjunct Uranus. The moon represents the people in the charts, so could be a little upset. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. 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 And 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 then of course we've also got Jupiter, which is it's still basically on the world axis because it's within a degree of zero, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, and very close to their IC. So that to me is very significant because it's right on their angle and isn't going to go very far away from that. So no, it isn't. Yeah. Well, to me, that was, you know, and, and the nodes are actually backing up to a square with the natal nodes. Yes. Yeah. Because that's the, that is, uh, for those listening, um, the nodes are a mathematical point of where the orbit of the moon intersects with the orbit of the earth and the sun. And so, and it, that mathematical point travels backwards, takes about 18 years to do a lap all the way around. Yeah. And we also have uh, transiting Neptune still opposing the natal Neptune. So what's our vision, Ninth House? What's our vision? Well, yeah, yeah, and information. You know, what information mm -hmm. are we getting, especially in the, the media, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so that the whole question of what, what rule of law are we going to pay attention to? Mm -hmm. um, you know, with it being things like the overturning of Roe versus Wade, you know, th this is a, a vision stance, you know, of, you know, what, what world and what set of laws do you want to operate under? Yeah. Well, the eclipse itself is activating the, the fifth, 11th. The 11th house is very much about, you know, Congress and... <laughs> yeah, yeah. In mundane, it definitely is the the architecture and who's in it of the ruling. Yeah. So that's all basically squaring Saturn opposing Uranus. So it's, there's a lot of uh, stuff going on there. Yeah. yeah. But we don't know exactly what's going on because, you know, you got Neptune in the mix, which <laughs> always gets yeah. a, little, a little foggy. Yeah. So oh, and the other, the other thing I heard today is supposedly Jeff Bezos is going to give away all his millions. Oh yeah! Like oh yeah! I don't. I won't. I don't believe that. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's still making them, so <laughs> you know, consuming the whatever. Anyway, yes. Continue, Jill. So, so that you know, just a refresher on what the actual day of the eclipse, and it was yeah. 
right on, you know, it was right first thing in the morning. Exactly, in Washington, in Washington. So, yeah. The polls are opening and... polls are opening. It's yeah. like, yeah, okay. Interesting timing, guys. Yeah, so um, thought we'd follow that up with looking at subsequent, uh, like the next new moon, the November... Yeah, so this would be the Sag, Sagittarian new moon. So you look at this cluster here, you've got this Uranus-Venus opposing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or sorry, Mercury-Venus opposing. And, you know, really perched on their ascendant, right? Yeah. So yes, the, exactly. Whole, the whole stellium is really op opposite Uranus. It's, and then you've got the ascendant in Washington sitting on the Mars with Mars. With Mars. Wow, that is. Oh. And Mars. Oh, my goodness. Away from the oh, my goodness. 21, all 21. Yeah. yeah. 21, 23 to 21, 23. It's about as close as it can get to exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's already went over once. It's backing up over it. So it's going back over territory that was yep. Leading up to. So yeah. again, um, for those listening, so the events of this day, which is November the 23rd, are linked to the first time it went over um, and it will do it one more time. So this is, yeah, this is yeah. not a finished deal. No, no, not at all. Yeah. And look where the MC yes, is. I just noticed that. I've been sitting right on the US moon. Again, we yeah. representing the people. Yeah. Um, the natives may be a bit restless, as they say. Uh, and Jupiter is stationing. Right. Okay. Yes. Jupiter, yeah. So it's it's last moment through Pisces. Yeah. And Jupiter rules this. Yeah, that's stellium. Yeah. As well as and the their ascendant. Yeah. So Jupiter is not a small player in this whole thing. Jupiter no, it will make it big and that day. Yeah. Justice and all those things, because that's Jupiter's nature, right? Yeah, and, and you know the spirit of the law and all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> so yeah, I just thought, that, and this is the first of the new moons sitting on the first degree of a sign. It's like five in a row, going to be like that. Ah. I just thought that was yeah, just the the timing of this. And yeah, so the, uh, another, and that's not that far it, off. That's just next week. Yeah, and even the angles are involved. Like yeah. Seriously. <laughs> just... I feel like every time we talk about the US in transit, there's just like another incredibly intense identity crisis. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like oh, everything yeah. is about the ascendant yeah. or, and, and the angles. Like it's, it it's like hugely pivotal. Yeah. It is part of their Pluto too. Pluto is about death regeneration. It's about. Yeah. It's, everything has to crumble down in order to start again so yeah and that's just the natural law right like anyone who yeah. misses the point that something is born it yeah. comes to fruition and yeah. then it goes through the natural cycle of dying and that includes nation yeah. states or civilizations or whatever nothing is immune from that no and 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 yeah. mercury can't be separated from this whole thing because it's natally opposite their pluto so whatever's hitting this end is hitting the mercury end as well right yeah so yeah it's very interesting timing of things and you got eris squaring mercury 
just just to throw in a little more juice. Yes. Yeah. So that was mostly that. I mean, noticing that that Mars conjunct Mars. That's yeah, yeah. That's yeah. I just like mm, ouch, Uh ouch, ouch, ouch. The planets are speaking to us here, and yeah, it's just yeah. Like, let's follow the trail. What's happening next? (laughs) That's you know, there seems to be some stuff coming up here. So the next one would be the December full moon. Okay. Sorry. Oh. Oh, I didn't do this. <laughs> that would help. Oh, I think you got a partial eclipse there with, yeah, you got the full oh. moon and the partial oh, eclipse. You were close. You were close. Wrong person, wrong thing in the list here. <laughs> That's no good. Try that one. That's there fun. we go. So this is the next new moon. And oh, like sorry. you said, one degree. Yeah. yeah. And significant, particularly because it's squaring this axis now. Right. Yes. Well, Jupiter has gone into zero degrees, so it's right yep. on. You know, I mean, this is squaring Jupiter. Yeah. Which is their ascendant. Oh, and look at Mars. Oh, coming back Mars to is, kiss Uranus. Mars Mwah. is backing up to sit on Uranus, which is. Uh, and the ascendant is opposite that Uranus. Exactly. Ah, go away. I know. We we live too close. <laughs> kind of like yeah. there's pointing, right? <laughs> and 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 this is you know getting very close to oh very close twenty nine to thirty two yeah. Venus and Mercury joined in here in Capricorn yeah opposing that Mercury yeah sitting on Pluto kind of and thing. this is what day oh just before Christmas okay yeah yeah all right. All right. Yeah. So that again, it's just like uh, each of the charts, I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? Um, so the, the next one, oh, I, I think I missed the December. 4th. Yeah, you did. You did. Okay. I'm just a little confused. We'll do that one. We're okay. out of order, but there we are. That was it. This was interesting too, because again, look oh, it's here. right on there, ascend it, descend it. Yeah. Yeah, right between that and the Mars, and yeah, not far off Uranus, and just like bringing them together in a way. Yes, it's not exactly on midpoint, but it's pretty darn close. Yeah. So, so yeah, and and you know, we still got Saturn creeping towards their natal moon as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a one-hit wonder. They're not. It's not going to back up over that because Saturn is headed towards Pisces now. And it will not retrograde back into Aquarius. Yeah. So their Saturn moon is a one hit wonder, which tends to intensify in any kind of transit scenario in your own personal chart or whatever. Um, Typically, you will get three hits, which kind of spaces out whatever the planet the two planets that are 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 uh, about which is nice although not everybody yeah no it doesn't happen as as regularly with Saturn yeah as it does with pluto and uranus and yeah so saturn can get these one hit wonders and mm-hmm. and that just intensifies it right yeah. and of course we've got mercury now squaring this axis mm-hmm. and we'll just like keep 
So we're activating the ascendant yeah. <laughs> as well as the MCIC again. Uh, again, I thought, wow. Yeah. Venus, you know, past, past the opposition to Mars, but yeah. still, still. And, and not only is this involving Mars, but it's squaring that Neptune-Neptune opposition, right, and Jupiter. Yeah. So, you know, pulling those into the mix. And we always love when Neptune gets pulled in, don't we? Clears, clears mud, as they say. So yeah, so December is yeah. That's, yeah, it's got its its share. It does, yeah, it does. Um, just the hits keep on coming, as they say. So then we go to the new year. Now January is really interesting because we have planets turning direct three of them yes yes we do so what's been held back not resolved so I, yeah those, so those the pace of stuff will begin to pick up when you when planets station and turn direct so this is the uh the full moon in january so uh, no this is uh, yeah january yep yep Oops. january 6th oh so this is the echoes of the january 6th in 2020 which had um Mars going from what was it going from Aries to Taurus and we had the guy wearing the horns and stuff (laughs) when they I mean that was just like if astrology doesn't sort of speak I don't know (laughs) when they stormed the capital yeah so this is on the anniversary of that yeah so again we've got um now we've got Mars planting itself over time. Oh, over Uranus. Oh my God. So it's just backed over it. Yeah. It's got to come back forward over it again. So it's going to be January. It is pretty much just hovering over. Right. Just sitting there. Yeah. Uh, A reenactment. Oh, please. No. And then of course their return is full on. It's now we have Pluto's. Yeah. Just past its actual exact return. Yeah. Uh, and of course, the sun and Mercury are going to trigger that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, Jupiter is now At, right, on the um, fully into the fourth house on yeah. that. Again, we're triggering that axis. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's just too weird. And, and, and <laughs> even the, the, you know, the sun, moon are, are activating the, you know. Yeah, the, the stellium in Cancer. The space between the sun and Mercury that. You know, again, yeah. a lot of need need for information and, and Neptune. Uh, will anybody <laughs> listen though? Mars, Uranus. I don't know if anybody would actually listen. Well, it isn't. It isn't Gemini though. So Mercury mm-hmm. is very important in all of this. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, again, the nodes are backing up. They're within getting to be within two degrees of the U.S. nodal. Yes, the U.S. Earth. nodes. Yeah turnings so nodes when they come when something comes to a square to the nodal cycle it's called the bendings and Mm -hmm. they are considered uh pivotal when things fall on the bendings yeah Yeah. oh i've never heard of that before typically it's um in relation to uh your nodes i think no, I'm going to stop because I'm not clear yeah. on that. I will get some clarity on it, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
another episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, but but particularly because we do have this Pluto still active, very active, this return. Mm. And that, you know, Pluto does rule the south node in all of this, which is yeah. 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 So I, I think that all seems and Saturn. Still. Well, just the fact that it's the friggin' anniversary. Yeah. I know. Again, the timing was just like, okay, we did election day. Now let's do the six. <laughs> Why not? Why and not? Yeah. The universe has a sense of humor <laughs> or irony or something. Irony, maybe. Yeah. So then we go, go on to the uh, new moon in January, which again now, oh, now one degree. Oh my goodness. Oh yes, and now that's fully stopped on top. It's now direct. I, and... Actually direct. So I, I did look up the, the the actual station date and I'll look at that. But I, I just thought this was interesting because again we've got the, the one degree. Yeah. And for me that's that's significant because it harkens back to that spectacular Jupiter Saturn conjunction. At zero degrees of Aquarius, yeah, only a, a degree off. So and that, that was, you know, the yeah. What was that? The twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. the solstice twenty twenty. So yeah. that to me is like, yeah, it's an echo, mm-hmm. um, and it's very close to their south node again. Yeah, um, but yeah, we've got uh, a fair amount of activity as always, and and now. Saturn is actually in conjunct their Mercury. Yes. And Venus is with it. So. Yeah. And rapidly approaching moon again. Uh, so very much lots of uh, lots of stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Jupiter now is is moving forward. It's square. It's starting to square this. Yeah, moon. starting to square the the Cancer so. stuff. Yeah. It's going to bring up a lot of stuff. Yeah. And and the other thing, I mean, when you've got Jupiter in Pisces. Um, you know, this is boundless emotional, but when it hits Aries, it's action and it's exaggerated over the top action. Especially and having, yeah, and having Mars sitting on Uranus. Yeah, I mean, Mars has just been so busy with all of this Mars, 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 Uranus. Yeah. But yeah, when Aries is in, in play, it's like, okay. Yeah, this could get big really fast. Energy feels like it's getting kind of heightened and ramped up. And and look at the ascendant here. It's covering up there. On the sun, yeah. And and the MC is kind of down at the bottom here next to Neptune. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Neptune. You want to play? So again, uh, somebody will be trying to frame it in some sort of positive way. And yeah. Oh, well. OK, <laughs> so well, let, let let the let, whatever. Well, I thought we could look at the uh, also the uh, the direction, the places. So, so um, as she's pulling this next chart up, um, just for the viewers and the listeners, you have to realize that Jill has Pluto been grinding away on her Mercury for a couple of years now. <laughs> now, interesting, we got Mercury stationing retrograde first in December. That's right. Yes, it does go retrograde. 29th of December, okay. Mercury stations retrograde. So we've got, you know, Mars just back yep. over Uranus here. Yeah. Um, and again, we're right. Oh, and Mercury is stationing opposite uh 
Mercury. And Venus are opposite Mercury. And oh, and they're together. Pluto is two minutes away from just the exact. Oh, my goodness. Okay. And then the day is this. Oh, this is just before New Year's. 29. Okay. Yeah. 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 And, and we've got uh, Moon con conjunct Jupiter down here on that. Oh, on the world axis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and the sun is sort of hitting their heiress, which is and opposing all this stuff. Yeah. 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 Just like something that isn't being triggered. I don't, I don't know whether we should let you loose with this program to find more stuff. <laughs> well, how, about, how about this one? The ascendant squaring their moon. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, I, it is. Yeah. I, mean, I just noticed that. So. <laughs> Again, you know, this is when Mercury stations retrograde. Yeah, end. yeah. Oh, and everybody else. So who's still left to station? That we've still so, got, so we still got Mars. In January we have Yeah, but Earth. Jupiter is now direct. Mars Saturn is direct. direct. We've got Mars, Uranus, Neptune's direct. Mercury, yeah. All stationed <clears throat> in January. So right. So Uranus is gonna station. Which would make it interesting to see if its stationary point hits a midpoint in their chart. Yeah. So this is Mars station, which is on. Uh, right January on Uranus, of 12th, course. January 12th. So it's yeah. right on top there. We've got uh, Sun almost conjunct Pluto on Pluto. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the moon, or sorry, Saturn approaching. Is still. Creeping up there. Yeah. Um, and that so day is the 12th. The 12th, yeah. Isn't the 11th and 12th, isn't that around? No, that's only on the years that they elect presidents. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Phew. Yeah. And, yeah. and the moon is just past Neptune here. Yeah. And, and Jupiter's starting to square. Yeah. We'll move through the square to all those guys. So yeah, again, just kind of pretty much covering all the bases, it seems. <laughs> it's quite, quite uh, well, and, and the midheaven, right on, yeah, that Neptune, that Neptune, mm -hmm. with the ascendant triggering yeah. this. Yeah, again, even the angles get involved in yeah. the moment of the station, just, I just, I just found it quite fascinating to like kind of quiet down, did it? <laughs> no, apparently not. Okay, so Uranus, yes. Well, first Mer Mercury stations direct. Oh, before Uranus does. Oh, okay. On the 18th, Mercury stations direct. You've got oh, Sun right on their Eris, <laughs> of course. You've got Mercury on Eris, of course. Yeah, opposite that. Sun exactly conjunct Pluto. Pluto, right. Still hovering over Pluto. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you've got um, Venus very close to Saturn, of course. Um, Jupiter, yeah. Jupiter is now squaring Venus and Jupiter. Yeah, and Mars is coming back for its final. The moon is right on the, on the ascendant. ascendant. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Again, getting all this while Mars is on that. I just, yeah, like, wow. Somebody got it in for this country? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty, pretty dramatic. 
So this is this is Mercury's station, right? Okay, continue. Yeah. And Saturn is in conjunct their natal Mercury. So yeah. Mercury's wanting answers over here at Eris, wanting yeah. to take a good look at things here. Yeah. So yeah, pretty, pretty intense time in January. And then we get Uranus station. Fine. US there, and there's yep. Uranus direct. So obviously we've still got Mars is almost getting close to the exact again. Yep. Conjunction with 14. Uh, oh, and this is just past a new moon. It's past the new moon. Yeah. Yeah. You still got Sun Moon in Aquarius there. Sun's approaching so um, can I get you to go over there to reports mm -hmm. and click on that yep. and uh, okay so go down to uh, midpoint trees midpoint, yeah yeah midpoint trees okay right there yeah and then if you could make kind of pull that up to yeah Come on, you can pull it. There we go. Okay, so chart A is. It doesn't expand. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> Just, okay, so Uranus is doing moon Neptune that day. Okay, so maybe go to um, uh, midpoint listing. That'll yeah. be better. Yeah. 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 Okay. So Uranus B. Okay. Well, no, no, no. Go back up. Go back up. So I'm looking at B is uh, 44. So we look at 44. Um, okay. So do the 360. Do the, see where it says modalis. Uh, it's 90. Do it at 360. Oh, okay. I suppose yep. to the 90 because it's more significant. Well, it, it can be, but it's easier to spot at 360. Okay, so 14. Uh, here, so we need to run that down so we can run it up. So it's near the midpoint of Uranus Chiron. So the little slidey bar, if you could move it down. Uh -huh. Thank you, thank you. All right. So what? Oh, Moon North Node. So it will have something to do with the population. Yeah, uh -huh. Uh -huh. yeah. And then of course you would go to fourteen Scorpio. So that's Saturn ascendant, um, Neptune, uh, Eris by the looks of it, and Aquarius. It's between oh Moon Pluto. Fourteen. Yeah. Fourteen Leos. Yeah. Jupiter, Neptune. Okay, yeah, it's triggering. Okay, it's not just you know hanging out in no man's land. No, <laughs> I kind of oh. figured it might be a midpoint, seeing as everything else is getting well yeah, triggered. Yeah. Uranus is just kind of doing it quietly. <laughs> I guess it stepped off center stage. Uh, we've got Saturn and Venus both in conjunct. Mercury. Oh yes, yeah, Mercury, yeah. So was that an ephemeris we were just looking at? Uh, no, midpoints are, um, it's a, 
technique that was developed in Germany. Um, and um, it was called cosmobiology. And the people in Germany that first really got going with it were medical people, like doctors and stuff. Oh. Um, and they were looking for correlations with illnesses. And stuff. But then, really? then it got expanded from that. It's like you take yeah. Mercury Neptune here. Yeah, and there'll be a midpoint. Midpoint's going to be around, you know, 20. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Leo, right? Which means 23 degrees Leo, Aquarius. So, yeah. 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 And is, what, um, well, what I've, also, this is also triggering that midpoint. Yeah. So what I have found back in, you know, when I used to just practice modern astrology, um, is that, you know, I'd look at something, you know, somebody would come in and ask a question and I'd look at the, just the direct transits and stuff. And I'd be like scratching my head, like, hmm, because yeah. those were the only tools I had, right? Not like yeah. now that I've added Hellenistic, I probably could have seen something quicker. But um, so when in doubt, I would check a midpoint. And sure oh, enough, yeah. that's yeah. where it would be, right? It would be, you know, it's like a, I used to think of it as a wiring diagram. Yeah. And yeah. the midpoints would represent how you could trigger two planets together that weren't necessarily aspected by traditional aspects yeah 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 because yeah, that does pull yeah, them, right? they, yeah. okay no yeah. between yeah. them the triggering of the midpoint triggers that relationship yeah exactly so okay. i could i could print off and send you a copy of your midpoints sure yeah, yeah. just to it's, save it, you the mind the head scratching of <laughs> no it makes sense like when you're looking at t-squares or what have you, like any yeah. type of formation, you're like, what about what's happening in between when you, you exactly. know, you add, or add things to it. Yeah. 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 No, that's, it's, it's definitely a tool to have in the toolbox. Yep. So that's, yeah, that's the, uh, yeah. The significance of your stationing that day. So when it stations on those midpoints, yes, definitely. Yeah. So, and, and that is also saying that we're only halfway through Uranus through Taurus. So it is in the next few years, the last planet to change signs. But by that point, Neptune will be in Aries. Yeah. Um, Saturn will be coming out of Pisces and going into Aries as well. So we'll have Saturn, Neptune in Aries. But this uh, Pluto will be in Aquarius and Saturn will be, yeah. 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 But this degree is also significant because basically it's at 15, which mm -hmm. is which is halfway between, you know, zero Aries, zero Cancer. It is yeah. part world. On the world axis. Yes. Good point. The fact that it's at yeah. stationing at basically 15 degrees. Uh, it's well, That is not square. No, it's not the halfway point. To the world axis. Yeah. It's a well, you've got another sign in between, though. It's zero Aries is 15. Okay. Yeah, it's it's the midpoint. Okay. This is okay. Yep. Yep. I see it now. I was, yeah. yeah Math have, was never my strong suit. <laughs> yeah. Halfway through the fixed signs is still part of that world axis thing. Yeah. It's not, yeah. But the fact that it's stationing on that, I think, makes it pretty potent. Mm -hmm. Again. <laughs> Okay. So, yeah, so I just went ahead to uh, the eclipses in 
uh, April, May, just yeah, because we're, you know the, the six month period, basically the end of that. See what's uh, happening there. So we have first the solar eclipse. Um, now we've got Mars all the way up to sitting uh, on their sun. The MC is on their Saturn, basically. Um, and, and interesting that it's at 29 degrees. Yes. Yeah. Which is always considered an unstable degree. And of course, yeah. that's squaring their natal. Yeah, this is April 20th. So, yeah. Yeah. So then the previous new moon, though, was at zero degrees of Aries. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay, my dear, I think we're okay. getting close. So if you want to show the next one, we've got two or three minutes because then we've got to ask Jenna, what should we talk about next week? Okay. <laughs> and just point Can out, I have questions? Yes, have questions. questions. Yes. Just point out we've got Pluto triggering that zero degree Aquarius point here. Right, which was uh, the Jupiter-Saturn so conjunction in 2020. Yeah, so that's interesting. Yes. That it's yeah yeah all right um and then the last one i had was for the uh, the may oops oh my gosh is... yeah time just keeps marching on <laughs> it doesn't wait for anybody no, got, now we've got um, pluto's retrograde oh, station yeah it's, it's has stationed it's retrograde now on that point yeah We've got uh, the sun is now on the Uranus station point. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Mercury's. Oh, Venus is trining the moon, though. A nice aspect. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the first one yeah. in six months. Yeah, I know. And Mercury's. Uh, Mercury in the nodal axis squaring. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course, and it's retrograde again. <laughs> That's been activated. Yeah. Yeah, so just, uh, yeah. <sighs> we're, we're still okay, so those who are, so occasionally I get asked, so can, can we all get back to normal? And of course, I'm, you know, actually there is no going back to anything remotely resembling normal. Life yeah. has, has moved on. Um, but it isn't moving on quietly. One more thing is that the ascendant is opposite their moon. Oh, yes. Another ascendant. Yeah. Significant little bomb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so, Jenna. <laughs> yes. My biggest question is do all eclipses act like this and that they're ricocheting? Again and would, again I, and again. I would say not. Has ever happened because oh. I can't like in my you know light eclipse research. I'm never like, oh, okay, and this means this is going to happen in the next six months. Yeah, no, I think I think it's extraordinary just because you're in the middle of the Pluto return for the U.S. We're looking specifically at the U.S. chart. Yeah, yeah, and it's. Like for them, it's just like bang, 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 bang. It's like each month, just yeah. More, more. No let up, no let it, up for them. Yeah. So it's that would take a lot of research to see if other countries have gone through something similar. 
on a personal level though typically in hindsight you can you can zoom out and go because the houses in your chart never change right so and every 18 years the eclipses will travel through all 12 houses um and so you will see repetition on that level but i suspect but given again, the outer planets, if they're not doing anything really major in your chart, then that eclipse season might not be all that. That's what yeah. I was going to say, as you were saying at the beginning. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the Pluto is doing its return and that we've got Mars activating, you know, not only their natal Mars and their Uranus, you know, Uranus again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, given what we've been through with Uranus-Saturn square. So it's a, it's kind of like, yeah, this is pretty unusual, I would say. Yeah, too. I just, I yeah. found it fascinating. I just thought, well, I'll just look at the next one. Oh, <laughs> oh maybe I should look at the next one. <laughs> and it started on election day. Yeah. Well, that's when the actually, oh, eerie. it was moving into it. Obviously, we would be feeling it before then. There's been lots of Yeah, going yeah, yeah. Back. Okay, see. your two-minute warning, Jenna. Uh, what are we talking about next week? Okay, well, I was thinking we could look at Iran. Okay. Um, there's so much happening there. Okay. Maybe. What week this... are we on? Are we, I mean, in terms of posting these? Oh, this one comes up on... The 19th. Do... Yeah, yeah, on Saturday, this coming Saturday. This one, this one. Yeah, is. yeah, yes. and so I think we have one more, or do we have one more before that's I have to do the... That's what I'm asking. Yeah, good, good point. Good point. As she comes down to like one minute. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, no, the 26th is December, the forecast for December. So oh this will be, yes, this will be the show. Um, so we'll look at Iran on the third. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And Jenna, well, anyway, I probably have to say you have been listening to <laughs> CJMP 90.1 FM, Cathet Regions Community Radio Station. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Uh, we will have the December forecast next time, which is not the 19th, but the 26th. Um, yeah, so... Bye. Wild. Bye. <laughs>